Yo, what up? It's your boy Musim Mood, aka Mr. 21 Days. Yo, and you know who it is. Your man Steve Shears, aka Mr. Running Glasses, aka Mr. Be There, aka I'm right back like I left something. And welcome to our podcast running for a minute. So uh what's up, man? Oh man, a lot a lot of good stuff is up, my man. Like uh this is this has been a, a growing week. So I, I've been like really strategizing what we're gonna do with like my events and stuff and and like how I'm how I'm going to uh move stuff going forward. So what's up with you though? I mean a lot of things when what's up. Did you see how we just jump into it? Like ain't no what you going we just jump into <laughs> what's up like 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 so uh what's up with me? What I've been up to? Uh my book been going great, right? Uh uh a lot of things, man. I was on a podcast uh with the Hood Geniuses. Shout out to uh Miz and and Lady T. Shout out to them. I'm on the episode, episode 143. I was talking about the book on there. We was talking about uh marriages and talking about family on there. Uh yesterday I got to be on Talk to Me Tuesday with Jocelyn. And I was with a, on a panel with uh my man, Pastor Carl Day, uh, my man Dennis from the Forge, uh, and we were talking about protecting our sons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we he was talking a lot of a lot of subjects. A lot of things came up about protecting our sons. I say I wanted to bring something to our table, right? Mm-hmm. Since we do teach, you know, uh, we we are working this platform to show people how to be their better selves, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when do you start? We get conversations like, when do we start teaching our sons? When do we start mentoring them? When do we start grooming them? When do we start, you know, reaching out to them? Because uh, myself, my my program, we are, runs from boys ages 13 to 17. Mm-hmm. And Pastor Carl was saying his his boys run from twelve about the eight twelve to eighteen, basically an adolescent age, mm-hmm. an adolescent age. And uh, uh, the guy Dennis, Dennis, he was saying you start from zero to seven. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's your take on that? And truthfully, I truthfully I say I say start from the beginning. Like no matter how however young they is, whoever. Because in the in the beginning, you'll have the kids, they'll just mimic what you're doing. Even though they might not be coherent about what they're doing or what mm-hmm. they're following. Like I seen a uh I seen a dude doing push-ups and then like the baby was trying to do push-ups because she's cause the baby saw the dad do push-ups. Right. And it was like a baby baby. And like I think you should start there, like at least showing them or at least at least sharing the motions of what you want good to happen to them or what you want them to do too. My, okay, well, my thing with that, right? Because what what I start my program at thirteen years old because you're an adolescent, you know, you figure out what you want to do, you figure out what you want to be because you're so used to being that sponge, mm-hmm. and you're so used to having everything soak, you know, soaking everything in. Whether like you said, the push up thing, I'm doing push ups because I see daddy doing push ups. I'm doing, I'm clean. Like okay, for instance. Um, you know, they say boys don't boys aren't supposed to play with kitchen sets. Boys mm-hmm. ain't supposed to play with play with uh dolls and all that. Mm-hmm. My son, my youngest son, Duran, he plays with Imani with the kitchen. 
Mm-hmm. Why does he play well in the kitchen? Because he see me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So younger people are impressionable. But now I understand where y'all was going at. You know, young people are impressionable. But I'm saying like, but when you want to go out on your own, at the age of 12, 13, forget what my mom said. Forget what my dad said. I'm an adolescent. I want to do my own. I think that's where the point that you grab them at and start mm-hmm. showing them guidance. Because you can show them. They can emulate you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They will emulate you. But at that time when, you know, I'm tired of emulating that. I'm tired of emulating mom. I'm tired of doing what they want to do. I think that's that time that you snatch them up. Yeah, but the but the thing about it is, is like, that's when that's when they're they're starting to make uh their own decisions or they're trying to or they're trying to do or they're trying to build themselves and stuff like that. Like that's that's you should already be reaching them before then. So like so so just a, just an example is this. When I was when I was like 8 or 9. Okay. When I was like 8 or 9, I still I still remember like who I was following behind and the things I was doing. Like I say, like really, once you go to school, like you really are, you really are clinging on to stuff or on to people. So it was like I knew I was doing wrong in school at eight or nine. Like I knew, like once, once it became, once I became conscious of me of right and wrong and things I should and shouldn't do. That's when I needed the guidance. So if you wait until I'm thirteen. You done missed. You done missed about five years of that you could have been pouring into me, that you could have been guiding me, that you could have been, that you could have uh, helped me. So just as simple as this, I was a smart kid, so I was above my age. So I knew I I paid attention to stuff that people didn't know I was paying attention to. All right. So like I grew up in a family that did things that they weren't supposed to be doing. So as at my young age, I saw. All the behind the scenes stuff. Did you uh, did you comprehend that? At that yeah, time? I comprehended it because I was at that age, at eight or nine, I was walking myself to school. I was I was yeah, I was getting enough. I was five. getting I was getting money from my mom or getting money from whoever would give me some money. I would go to the store first. I knew that school starts at at eight o'clock. I knew for me to be able to go to the store and for me to make it to school on time. But some kids aren't like that. No, I, I understand. All I, I'm not saying this applies to everybody, but this you this applies to the ones who are more coherent. So like the ones that are coherent, but you don't know until until you know that they're coherent. So like, but the kids nowadays they even faster because they got uh they got so much access to computers and, and iPads media. and social medias and stuff. Like my uh four-year-old little cousin. He can find anything you ask on, on on social media. He can he know how to change the controller of the TV, change the inputs and all the other, and he only four. Yeah. And 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 since they're since they're so so more advanced than we were, you need to get them at a younger age. I think you winning me over. I think you you might be winning me over. You might you might you might be winning me over because I'm thinking like you know when I was six, I used to walk to kindergarten by myself. You know I knew you know when uh. I knew when Scooby Doo went off, that was my time to grab that book bag and start to walk it. You know, mm-hmm. pop my toaster, my uh, egg waffles and toast toaster and all that, get my food ready and all that. Uh so you might be winning me over, but I have some kids that can't do that. Yeah. No, listen, but it's a it's a it's a curve though. It ain't it ain't for all kids, it ain't for every kid though. But the thing about it is 
the ones that can't do it or the ones you think can't do it, some of them just choosing not to do it. It ain't that they can't do it. It ain't that they, it's like, it's like kids know how to manipulate more than we used to know how to manipulate. Facts. So a kid know how to act like a kid when it benefits them the facts, best. Facts, and, facts, and that's the and that's the thing. It's like yo, the the stuff that they do, it's like yo, like hold on, like like you not supposed to get a, like you supposed to get a whooping for that, right? Right. But right. now you acting like a kid, or you act like you didn't know. Right. When I know you knew, right. You knew you wasn't supposed to do that. See, like when when I was, I don't know, but 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 then then again, like we we jumped to conclusions because kids know about everything. Like, mm-hmm. all right, for example, just, 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 just upstairs, right? Mm-hmm. Imani. Mm-hmm. Now, Imani is smart. She pick up on everything, right? Mm-hmm. So she pick up everything. So she picked up her gummy bears. Now, gummy bears. I mean, her, uh, her, her vitamins. Her mm-hmm. first one vitamin look like gummy bears. Mm-hmm. Now they also they look like fruit snacks. Mm-hmm. So she hand me the pill, like, oh, I want some of these. And my, you know, my white DJ said. No, you you keep more. That's who eating all the uh, vitamins, mm-hmm. and she looking like vitamins. And Deja's like telling her like, now Deja thinks she know because Imani is smart about everything else. Mm-hmm. You know she get, and she like she ain't know that it was vitamins. I cause she like I'm thinking they they fruit snacks. Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> gummy bears. Um, so I had to explain to her, yo, this not this this is, you know vitamins, how I know mm-hmm. she didn't know because she came up to me. And like, Dad, I can't eat these. I can't eat all these. Mm-hmm. I, I say, no, you can't eat all these because she didn't know. So we put, I think we think these kids know too much. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I think we be, I think we be uh, robbing these kids of their innocence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that that's that's why when I was like, you know, let them be in a lesson age because let a kid be a kid. Yep. We rob them out of their innocence by thinking they know. No, you know this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm five. How you explain? Just because I know how to get my milk out of the refrigerator and, you know, and pour my own cereal mm-hmm. doesn't mean I know every wrong and right answer. Every, don't think, doesn't mean I know right from wrong. Yeah, but you're not, you're not necessarily treating them like an adult, though. You don't, you don't, you still understand that they're a kid. Like, even though they can do adult things, like, I'm not saying, to treat them like an adult. So what you what it what it is is like you allow them to on whatever learning curve they have. So it's like specialty to each child. So some kids gonna pick up eat gonna pick up instantly. They gonna instantly know like if I touch the stove, it burn me. Oh, right. I'm not gonna touch the stove again. Right. Some kids they got to the stove once, twice, three, four, five, six times. Like, but you just gotta understand the child itself and understand where to apply, where to apply pressure and where not to apply pressure because. Some of them still got to learn. So, like, we was uh we was in Miami. I'm with the um I'm with the young boy Spurgo. Uh-huh. Young boy Spurgo, definitely a phenomenal phenomenal young man. He uh he just turned 14, but at 13, one of the guys on he got his right? own he got okay. his own clothing line and all that. He retired his mom at 13. Sweet. So we uh we with him we with them in Miami and we were supposed to go from one place to another to a hotel. We were supposed to go to a hotel and we had got the little them scooters out there. We went okay. the scooters for like 29 cent a minute. Right. So we went there to the scooters. We let him we let him shoot say where the hotel was. So we were supposed to go to Marriott. It's 13 Marriott's in, in Miami. But we let him pull it up. Oh, I got the address. We going to the Marriott. Come to find out, we taking these scooters to the wrong Marriott. So so at the so he's still a he still makes adult decisions and stuff like that. 
but you guys still understand he's still a kid. Yeah, like right. things still happen and stuff. So you don't come but down. But y'all gave him that responsibility. Yeah, we gave him the responsibility. But you got to be okay when they don't meet the expectations of the responsibility that you gave. They don't them. spasm. Yeah, you don't spasm. Like you don't get mad at the kid for making a kid mistake. Like that's as adults, it was more our fault because we didn't check to make sure that we was going in the right direction. Right, we just right. followed what he told us, what that what what address he gave us. Right, right, right. Even though we knew while we were driving on the scooters, we were going in the wrong direction. And none of y'all said nothing. And nobody said nothing because in my head, I'm thinking, yo, I know they said they was at the Marriott near the airport, but we going towards the beach. Like maybe it's, in my head, I'm trying to logically think like maybe it's an airport near the beach that I don't know about or something. And it was like, no, nah, you you totally wrong in the wrong direction. Right, 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 right. So, uh so if I have a parent come up, got a ten year old, mm-hmm. say they need to be mentored. Mm-hmm. So should I? So you saying everything should be done by case basis? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, but the thing about but what, just, what if he can't understand those that trauma that those thirteen year olds got? Uh, but you gotta you gotta understand what mentoring means. What it means because some mentoring is like literally. You can tell me to do something and I'm going to go do it. Some mentoring is you got to walk with me. Sure, like man. Uh, my man, Matt, he got it. He got a book down. Like, uh, like I think he said, you either a tour guide, you a shepherd, or you something else. So one of them is basically a tour guide going to tell you where stuff is. Like, all right, boom, you can go over there, go over there, do this, that, and other. And a shepherd oh, is going to is going to take you and make sure that it's a you're getting out of it what you're supposed to get out of it. So they're going to take you where you're supposed to go, where you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to get there and all the other stuff. But the tour guy just going to tell you, yeah, like we got these five stops. This is how you get to the five stops. Go. Like, there you go. And that's the thing. You got to determine on the kids. Like some kids need you to walk with them hand in hand. Some kids just need you to give them the direction. Right. And you just figure out from the kid. And you under- and But the only problem is, though, is like, you can't go off the parent saying that they need a mentor because the parent the parent might feel like they need a mentor, but you might not be the right mentor for that kid. Right, right, right. They only going off of what they think you can do for the kid. And, and, all and that. I, had to, I, I had to tell a parent that before. I had to tell a parent that, like, uh, I was like, I'm not the right one, you know, because mm-hmm. you see me doing that stuff for the youth. And when I was on my mentor, and you know, see me with youth, see me what I do, see me with that. And I, I conversely, I uh, conversed with a son on the phone or whatever, you know. And uh, I came, I, 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 I uh, referred her to some somebody else. Mm-hmm. She ain't want that, but I'm like, for your best, like, why can't you look? That's I, I'm not that right, right. Yeah, and, but that's the thing, though. I don't, I don't be understanding how, like, cause I don't have no kids, so I can't speak from a parent perspective but i don't understand like how you don't know what your kid wants or what your kid is is, is at least moving towards and stuff like that Bro. like and and no 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 when i say when i say it i'm saying it more of like saying it more of like don't come to me or don't come to somebody that you feel as though can be a mentor and you don't know that your kid is wants to move in that direction so like just like this if you in the cars and no matter how good you doing and stuff like that I'm not in the cars. Right, right. So if my mom bring me to you and all you talking about is cars, I don't like you not can't really do nothing right, for me. Right, I'm not right, even right. my ears not even open. Oh, you talking about this? 
I'm not even interested in cars at all. Right, right. right. And and that's what happens is like the parent will bring the kid to somebody because they like what they're doing. Because they like what they're doing, not necessarily that they're the best benefit for the kid. So you got to pull, you got to bring a kid to to me that that's into entrepreneurship because I'm about entrepreneurship. So if your kid ain't about entrepreneurship and your kid only only want to do school or whatever it is, now unless you want me to spark entrepreneurship in your kid, then it's like, all right, I might not be the best one, but I, I got other people who who love school. And that can guide you more and, and can get you the scholarships and all the other stuff and can help you with that. Cause some kids got dreams of really going to Harvard. Yeah. Whereas though, me personally, I'm like, listen, if you can't go for free, I don't I wouldn't suggest you to go. And yeah, I, I think my my thing whole thing was uh me, I'm all about finding yourself and finding your purpose or whatever. And uh and I feel my best my best gift is helping somebody else find their gift. Mm-hmm. You know, and pouring, pour, pulling that out of them. Uh, uh, far as the street thing, I can go that route. I think she had an impression because I'm from the street. I can relate to the street stuff and all that. You know, because I'm from the street, and uh, you know, yeah. But that, but that's the thing about it. Like, they're putting on you what they think that you're supposed to get to their kid. Instead of understanding what you give and allowing that to cater to a specific kid itself. So it's like you want me to help your kid not be in the streets and stuff. I me personally, I I never was in the streets. Mm-hmm. Like I never like I never really was in the streets. Like I was connected to the streets, like, but I wasn't in the in the streets like right. everybody else said. But the thing about it is the only reason I wasn't in the streets because I was connected to the streets. Mm-hmm. I saw what the streets do to you. I saw how you can you get get out there, you get all the love and everything, this, that, and other. And if anything happened, or if you get locked up, or if you get robbed, nobody or you ain't got nothing, ain't nobody there for you. Ain't nobody helping you get your money back. Ain't nobody helping you do nothing. It's just you in the streets. And I learned from that was like, yo, I can't, I don't want to go that route because I'm the oldest, I'm the oldest grandson in my family. So I was supposed to really follow behind everybody else. Like I was the bridge. But then once I seen, once I seen all my uncles get locked up, once I seen my aunts get locked up, once I seen my grandmom get locked up, once oh. I seen my grandpa get uh, locked granny. up. Grant, listen, Grant, listen, you would have thought Granny had bricks. Listen, Sheesh. they came for Grant. Listen, they had the whole SWAT team out there for oh, Granny. Man. We come home from listen, we come home from school. You see cops, <laughs> listen, the cops oh, on the roofs. They got the snipers out oh, there. Man. Listen, they had the helicopters, all that. Like, listen, when they came to get my grandma, it went down. Like, and it was just like, yo, I don't want that life. Because the crazy part, when they came and got my grandma, we all we all ended up being in the house because they didn't raid the house instantly. So for whatever reason, they make no sense. The cops let us as kids coming home from school go in the house with grandma, and then they raided the house. So they put everybody on the floor. So at eight, nine years old, I'm laying on the floor, not knowing what's going on. But it was like, uh-uh, I don't want something wrong with this. Like yeah. something wrong, something wrong here. Yeah. So even though I didn't understand everything, I'm like, something wrong here. I just, this is not right. And that's what made me start paying more attention to stuff. So like, that's why I said at certain ages, you can really start 
adhering to it. You yeah, can listen. Because you definitely you needed some guidance, some mentor and shit. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have turned you down for my program. Yeah. I would have <laughs> had to take you in with my 13-year-olds, my 12-year-olds, my 14-year-olds. Like, yo, this, this boy right here been through the same thing y'all been through, if not more. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, so to sum that up, like, if you know a boy that need mentorship, like, at any, let's start them off, man. Cradle. From the cradle, man. Uh, they had a they had a saying, a Dyfus had a saying, like, we'd rather give them a, a crib than have them be in the pen. Mm-hmm. You know, rather help them in the crib than, uh, than rather than be in the pen. So... So definitely, we want to reach out with them. So, so look, if you think about upping your your uh, your mentorship, dropping the age, man, let's start them off young. Yeah, let's let's show them what to do, man. Let's train them up young. Let's 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 teach them young. Teach them what to do young. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. yeah Cause I you got, but you you got to look at it like this too. It's a lot to do with the environment because. When I used to be on my on my block in my neighborhood, we used to be out there doing a bunch of dumb stuff, and I thought it was cool. I thought it was okay because everybody else was doing it. And you can learn you can learn that at a young age. I learned that in elementary. Like, look, when I went to school and I was getting good grades when my, my first in first grade, I got straight A's. That's because everybody was working on getting straight A's. Everybody mm. was in there listening, doing what they're supposed to do. By the time I got to second grade, it was like, oh. Everybody not really caring about getting straight A's and all that. And and, and so your peer pressure started right, yeah. right back then. Back then. Listen, the crazy part is when I was in I was in kindergarten first, and then the uh they said I was too advanced for kindergarten. So they took me out of kindergarten and put me in first grade. I was just I just turned five. So because my birthday in January. So mm-hmm. so you start September, I just turned five in January. I actually right. started at four. So they wanted to take me out of that school and send me to like a charter school just because they saw how advanced I was. Mm-hmm. So I was, I knew, I knew right so, and wrong. So did you have your glasses on? No, I had no glasses. Listen, that's like little this, Steve listen, with the big listen, head no, with the glasses listen, on. I didn't like, start wearing glasses until, until high school. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Don't, don't get sidetracked. I know I get sidetracked. Go ahead. No, but listen, but, uh, but the thing was, is like my environment molded me. So mm. I started I started doing the stuff that I ain't started like, doing hood rat thing. Yeah, doing hood rat stuff. Cause I was like, all the I'm, I was hood rat. Like, oh, like yeah. And and that's what it is. It's just like you can get them into a better environment at a younger age, expose them to stuff, have have stuff Exposure become regular. Exposure is good. Yeah. I said but they bring that they pretty bring that other stuff up exposure you gotta mm-hmm. but just bringing them, pull them out of the environment, yo, this is what it can be, this is where you can be at. This way you can live at, you know, it's not all crack vows. It's not all people slinging on the corner. It's not all people cursing, hanging out, uh, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out the window. It's not all people fighting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can have you can have better, you know, there's better in life. Some kids that exposure is big too. That's why, like, you know, you take kids places, mm-hmm. you know, take them to the suburbs, take them to the beach. Some kids in the hood never been to the beach before, mm-hmm. never been out of Pennsylvania, man. Yeah. And Jersey's just across the street, like, you know. So, I mean, exposure is key. Yeah, because that, that's what it is. Like, they need, they need their eyes to be open because my eyes really got open once I went to college. Because yeah. 
before college, you couldn't tell me nothing was wrong with North Philly. You couldn't tell me nothing was wrong with my neighborhood. Well, if you in it, what? Yeah, like you in, if you what is it? Uh, if you live an abnormal, you know, you gonna think it's norm. The norm, you know that that madness become your truth. That madness yeah. become your facts. That madness becomes your your life. You don't know it's madness when you in it. Exactly. You know what I mean? With uh, dysfunction. Mm-hmm. You don't know that's function. Exactly. Like I can function like I can function in the dysfunction. Like mm-hmm. we was like, you can concentrate on yeah, I can concentrate. Like when you just yeah. said you can I was turning it down because I see you read like bro, you don't have to turn that down, no radio down for me to read. Like But listen, because no. you gotta understand I'm uh I'm conditioned now, now that I got fiance. Like, cause she from South Carolina and she's not used to the stuff that we used to up here. No. So I'll be having to be, I'll be having to uh, be conscious so she of her you. and stuff like that. She moved me a little bit. I'm changing. I'm changing. Like I'm more, yeah. no, because, because you got to look at it like this. I come from a loud family. Like we, we loud, yeah, like all the saying, time. Like... We, we, it, you would think we about to fight, but we just so used to it. We so used to the back and forth. We so used to the arguing. We so used to the aggressiveness and stuff right. like that. I had to calm all that down when I'm talking. Now I'm like, I'm telling her, she's like, you yelling at me. I said, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just talking. Yeah. Just regular talk. She's like, no, but where I'm from, we don't, like, it ain't like that. And you cut me off in the conversation. It's just like, yo, like you, like I said, your environment. And yeah. even at, even at 30, in my 30s, I'm sitting here like, I'm still learning that. I'm still molded by my environment. So imagine a kid that don't really have no, don't ha- really have no structure, that don't really have no, don't have no uh no no intelligence as in age wise, ain't had don't have as much experience. Imagine what they what what their environment gonna do to them. Yeah, they uh, and they operate in a dysfunction. They operate in dysfunctional. Don't even know it's dysfunctional. Just like it's functional. I mean, I'm a big proponent. I'm I'm not a proponent of that. I I've been there, mm-hmm. and I still can operate in chaos. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm. <laughs> Everything can go around. I can be like, I ain't stressing. I ain't, I mean, good thing, bad thing. Yeah, but you got to remember, that's what taught us how to survive. So, like, now at an older age, the stuff that uh, that affects people or the stuff that people stress over, we ain't really stressing over. Like, if if you can't pay a bill, like, what? You can't pay a bill? All right, cool. We know, we, even like, which makes no sense, but it does because we went through it. We know that, like, if your bill comes and you ain't got the money that day to pay the bill, you still good until the next bill comes. Like you not like it ain't it ain't a, like like some people really think like if you don't pay on time, like your stuff instantly gonna get cut off. No, we know that it takes at least you gotta miss two payments for them to start calling you, and then and then you allowed to make a payment agreement, and then if you pay if you don't pay the payment agreement, they'll check, call you check again. Check this out, right? Look, check this out. My mother never operated like that. Mm. My mom never operated like that. My mom never operated like that. Deidre, don't play that. Mm-hmm. We're going to pay that bill. We're going to pay over time. So I respect them for that. You know what I mean? And they teach me to be. I can't say I never operated <laughs> like that. You understand know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, t- I take uh-huh. care of the cable bill. <laughs> cable bill get paid what it wants. <laughs> and the only reason why I pay care of the cable bill because Deidre said it's too much on us to take care of all of Not... Take care as far as make sure it's paid, not far as that. You know what I mean? Yo, That's all I'm paying. Like, like she got the mortgage. She paid the mortgage. She paid the two car notes. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nothing like that. But no, we don't want to get in that habit, Steve. Mm-hmm. No, Listen, no, but but no. it's like 
it's like you learn how to survive and stuff because there are some people out here that don't really have it. That really like are like whatever. Like you might get into a relationship and you relying on a person and they and for whatever reason they up and leave. They right. don't think that they don't you don't think that a person go up and leave. Now you stuck with these bills or this mortgage or this car payment and you wasn't really prepared to pay for it. And now you gotta really start over. And some people they don't know how to start over. Whereas though, like we didn't struggle, we didn't struggle in our life, we know how to start over. We know like how to push stuff back and how to figure it out, how to make, how to stretch, make it's a called, dollar into. It's called robbing people. <laughs> yeah, pay Paul, robbing people. We know how to do that, and and it, it comes up. Worst. It comes up First though. All, it's using, worth it. it. That's the worst. Yeah. First of all, using uh, our our disciples <laughs> into some old. Some and we supposed to have a victory, but we robbing Peter to pay Paul. Mm-hmm. That ain't even a mindset a Christian should ever have at all. <laughs> we live in abundance. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, listen, we're gonna take a uh, real quick break, right? And we're gonna get right back with y'all. All right. Well, yo, we back running for a minute. Mr. 21 Days. Okay. And running glasses. Oh, listen, I ain't know you was waiting for me to come and say something too. Like, yeah, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, normally you come in, you're like, yo, it's, I'm here, we back. You yeah. see me, you hear me. Ah. <laughs> so, uh, listen, we do a lot of things, right? We do a lot of things. We, 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 we put, we, we on social media, 21 Days of Life, uh, 21 Days, Mr. 21 Days, running glasses. We on social media, we got groups. Uh, that and we give out a lot of information. We give out gems. We give out uh, workshop information. We give out. We give out a lot of information, and we give it out for free. Uh, on this podcast, you know, in coming weeks, we're gonna give out some lot of information. How to find your gifts? You know, how to become an entrepreneur. We're gonna bring in some finance people. You know, we're gonna bring in some real estate people. How to build your real estate up, development up. We're gonna we're gonna do that for free. But when is too much free? Too much free. Um, it depends though. It depends. Like, cause you gotta understand, like you we in the stages of where like we're just building, like we just starting, like, so it ain't necessarily like we gotta get to the point where the amount of free uh we is still good with promotion. So like people don't know us all the way. Like we I'm got not following about us. No, I'm saying we got following and stuff like that. But but the amount of free everybody don't know us. Right. So we can still give out free stuff. And and just as simple as this. I can give out all this stuff for free to my the people I know and the things like that. And then I can charge the people that don't know me the same price for the stuff I just gave y'all for free. And the thing about it is I'm not doing them a disservice. I'm not doing you a disservice. Because it was you got the value out of it, and I got the experience out of it. So now I got the, I got the, I can go to the people that I want to charge for it, and I can say, listen, I'm, I can give you my program for this amount, and I got, and I got this person that I that I did the program with, and this is what they got out of it. Mm-hmm. So technically, I'm giving it for free, but I can still make something off of it later. Right, 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 right. Uh, but. What about the depreciation? Uh, the, the, <laughs> the depreciation. Do, do it depreciate. 
because people only put value on things that cost. I look, I can be wearing this shirt now. This is a shirt. This is I think this H and M or Gap. I don't, that's all I wear. So H and M Gap, right? But if I throw a Gucci sign on it, the same shirt, mm-hmm. right? Right? Yeah. You gonna pay five hundred dollars for this shirt because the Gucci sign, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So if I take the sign off, you know the sign add value, mm-hmm. price tag, mm-hmm. it goes up. Yeah. So they telling me my H and M shirt not value as much as the Gucci shirt, but it's the same shirt because mm-hmm. of the price. So if mm-hmm. you selling your book for half its price and it's supposed to be twenty five dollars. I'm like, well, this ain't no value to it. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, yeah, no, no, I do, I do understand that though. But you gotta look at it from the the manufacturer side of it, because the manufacturer they're still making the same shirt, like they're making the same shirt. They're la- allowing Gucci and all them, and they're putting the Gucci sign on there, or they putting the H and M sign on it. They still selling that shirt, mm-hmm. whether they put the Gucci or the H and M on it. So if you want, if if you want it, if you want this shirt. And you an H&M person, you want to pay H&M prices. If you want this shirt and you a Gucci person, you're going to pay Gucci prices. Like, that's just as simple as, like, uh, 1-800-Flowers. Like, there are there are people out there that, wouldn't, that won't send 1-800-Flowers just because it's a cheap flower brand. So, 1-800... Yeah, exactly. So, 1-800-Flowers had to come out with another spinoff of their name. So there's, it's still the same service. It's still the same company. It's still the same people sending the same flowers and all that other stuff, but they got a different name associated with it. So it's not about, it's not about what you do. And it's not about what you do. It's not about your product itself. It's about what you package your product in. So now if I give you, if I give you my product for free and it benefits you, and you and you go through it, or whether you use it or not, it don't matter because it's people over here that's going to take my same product and I put it in a certain package. And if they pay for it, they're definitely going to use it. They're that's not what, going to but, waste. But that's their money. what I'm saying. People use stuff that they pay for. Mm-hmm. They don't like. Well, so why would you give your gift out? You know what I mean? Because people only value stuff that they pay for. Like take like we get. We did free deli bread. Mm-hmm. The deli bread, the pamphlet. Yeah, I, I see a lot of deli bread being the uh, the table holder or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, or the 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 uh, the uh, what, 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 the, the cup the holder. The, the coasters. The coasters. You gotta look at me, Steve. Yeah, you know okay, me I'm looking. My words, <laughs> yeah, the coasters. The coasters. Yeah, because uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you kept saying ambulance. Yeah, ambulance. Yeah. You say you say ambulance, ambulance. No. <laughs> You said ambulance. You kept saying. Uh, what was I saying? Adolescence. Adolescence instead of adolescence. 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 Do you say ambulance or ambulance? Who? Do you say ambulance or ambulance? Ambulance. Ambulance. It's ambulance. It's what? Ambulance. Ambulance. Bu. 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 Ambulance. Ambulance. What? It's A M. B U L A S C E ambulance. It, it, where, why are you saying the U? Ambulance. Ambulance. You say ambulance. Ambulance. <laughs> ambulance. Yo, no, that's not no grammar. That's hold on. That's not grammar. Ambulance. That's Philly. That's Philly no, talk. It's not Philly talk. That's Philly no, talk. No, you say ambulance. I'm from North. <laughs> I'm, I say North too. I'm from North. Yeah, everybody say North. All right, that's Philly talk. You're trying to. That South Carolina Greenville up here. Don't try. Don't stunt. 
Please don't stunt. I was at Amulets. Where was I at, man? <laughs> uh, I lost my train of thought, man. <laughs> you talking about the value, like the the like the devaluing the books or devaluing your uh, your products? Yeah, but what I was saying about the devaluing products, I forgot. You were saying something though, but no, uh, look, I'm not gonna say. Oh yeah, the the, the deli bread, the yeah, deli, deli bread. bread yeah. So you put <laughs> the deli bread. So. <laughs> So yeah, you use the deli bread for a coaster. Why? Because they hand them out free. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna use a uh, shameless plug? Twenty one days of life for, and that's a devotional too. Are you gonna use that for a coaster? No, because no. I'm not giving out for free. But 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 you also gotta understand too. It's like the purpose. What is your purpose of doing it? Like, is your purpose to make money off of it? No, is your purpose? No, no. I'm not saying. I'm I'm just putting this question out there. Like, is your, what is your purpose that you want to get out of it? Because at the end of the day, if you was giving out for free, somebody will see the value in it. Somebody will use it like they're supposed to use it. Somebody will be blessed by getting it for free that probably wouldn't have got it or wouldn't have been exposed to it if it wasn't for free. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like, it's like, uh, what do you say? Like, um, like I'm okay with going through 199 no's if I get that one yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with, I'm okay with not necessarily wasting my time with 99 people, but I'm okay with being able to spread some stuff out. So like I can give away 50 books. If I give away 50 books and two people use it, that's still a win. Mm-hmm. Even though I want the ratio to be higher than that, but if I can get two people to use the book the way they're supposed to, then I don't see it as a loss. Now, if I give out 50 books and 50 people don't use it, now that's a different story. But then you just gotta understand that you gotta be, you gotta understand what blessing you are being and how you are being a blessing. Because some people, some people, you can't even give them a blessing as in money. You can't give them a blessing as in help. Mm-hmm. You can't give them a blessing as in anything because they're not gonna benefit from benefit from it. It's actually gonna make it worse for them or worse on them and things like that. So it's just we just gotta get to the point where we understand where the free is right. But then also understand where the free can be wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I think that's a balance come with people like you, mm-hmm. because you just give, and you like, uh, and somebody like me tell you not to give, and you think I'm just speaking as move. You know, your homie. I'm like, no, nah, man, bro, the spirit on me. Mm-hmm. You know, and, <laughs> and obedience is better than sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, like, obey what the word says. Obey, like, and like, live, let, as my pastor said, like, leave by the spirit, man. Mm-hmm. He'll tell you what to do for free and what to do not, because everything, like, don't have to be a charge. Exactly. You know, everything don't have to. And you know how I feel about it. It's just giving another man, mm-hmm. devil yeah. advocate. No, no, advocate yeah, you gotta give a different, so, you gotta get another perspective so, of it. You know, everything don't have to be charged. You know, but now what about the other way? What about the people that feel like they stuff costs too much and they trying to beat you over the head with the price when and then you get their product and it ain't worth nothing that you pay for it? Listen, look, they be pumping their stuff up. (laughs) They got you thinking that you really about to have some life changing stuff, and now you done paid your money for it, and now you're looking at it like, yo, this is like this wasn't even worth half or a penny of what I paid for this. You got real, it seemed like you, oh, listen, like I, you got, listen, I get that all the time. Listen, it'd be like, so many, it'd it be so many programs, it'd be so many, it'd be so many stuff that listen, it'd be because I'm a supporter, but what the thing say? about you it is, support I support everybody, I support everything. 
But sometimes yeah, it be yeah. like, yo, like, don't hit me. Like, don't tell me that you going, like, you about to give me this life-changing stuff. And then I get it. And I'm like, yo, like, really? Like, this this is what this is what you saying is life-changing. Like, this is this is the guidance that you're giving out. No, listen, like, this is who, this how you supposed to help me. But here, here you go, man. Man, I'm on the other side. Because I wrote two books. And I say, yo, 21 days. What's 21 days? Anything you do with 21 days form a habit. These books right here form a habit of positivity. First one form a habit of positivity. You read it halfway there. You have fit, day 15. If you're not feeling positive, come holler, man. I'll give you $15 back. Exactly. You but know see, what I mean? That's you. Everybody not like that. Listen, some people you pay for their stuff and you'll never see them again. Like, oh, like yo, like I was called, like you used to answer your phone every day. Now, now this I can sent the voice. It's not like the timeshare boy. We listen, bought the shot, we bought like, the timeshare off. It's like, we'll help you rent your space out. I'm like, yo, I need help. Uh, Who are you, huh? <laughs> what? Where? What? Like, am I on the, listen? Some some people you gotta call them from a different number so they didn't answer. Like, hey, like, oh, oh man, uh, I meant to hit you back and and now you sitting there like, oh, like, like you got over them. Well, you, you definitely yeah. gotta do your research though. But no, listen, this is what y'all you, do. Y'all even, jump into these programs, you gotta do your no, research. Even if you do your research, it's still not it's reviews. Still, it's still not what you're gonna get out of because you you can't even go off of reviews all the time, though. Like it depends on the it depends on the reviews. Because you got some people that really that was the opposite. They thought that, oh, if I get in your program, you're gonna take me from zero to a million. And you never told me that you're going to take me from zero to a million. You said you can help me get from zero to a million. And the key word is help, help me. Help, help, Some people think you're supposed to just go in there and do all the work for them. And like, so you want me to, so you want to join my, you want to join my, uh, you want to join my workshop and you want me to take, you want me to create your business. You want me to work your business. You want me to make your business profitable and then give it back to you. Hold on, that's my business. If I'm doing all that, that's my business. Facts. Like, if, if you want all that, like, unless you're going to pay some real money for that. And and that's the thing, though. It's like, it's being on both ends. People, you, you do you want coaching or do you want me to play? Exactly. <laughs> oh, some, listen, uh, my, my my homie, Niche Finney, she uh she broke it down. She said uh, either a mentor or a coach. And mm. the thing is, though, everybody always come and asking for mentorship and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And she said, "Yeah, I could be your mentor. Yes, I could be your mentor. But the, as a mentor, break down. You gonna as break a mentor, down? Yeah, I'm break it down. I'm break down between the mentor and the coach. Listen, the mentor is like this. The mentor is like a tell you the the a guide you and tell you like, yo, don't do certain things or you should do certain things and stuff like that and whatever. Like the mentor going to the mentor going to let you bump your head. The mentor going to let you figure a lot of stuff out by yourself." Now, coach, a coach calls. A coach calls. You can't now don't don't think you're gonna ask somebody to be a mentor and you want them to coach you. Coaching means that I'm gonna go with you step by step. I'm gonna help you on every single thing that you're doing. Mm -hmm. I got a goal for you that we're gonna hit, mm -hmm. and I got steps in between that we must do to get to reach that goal. That costs. That costs. That costs. I can mentor you that's all day a lot long. Of time. And that's time. Right. But you gotta be willing to pay for a coach. You can't stop asking the stop asking people to mentor you. And when you really want coaching. When you really want coaching. And but you don't want to pay for coaching. Uh, and you gotta and you gotta understand too, a lot of people will work with you. Will work with you. But they're not gonna devalue themselves. They're not gonna devalue their service. They're not gonna de, de, de devalue their gifts. And that's what we're talking like. You know, mm -hmm. you, yo, I value my gift. You understand what I'm saying? I value my gift. I value my time. And people don't like, if you make yourself accessible 
too too much accessible to people, then they think nothing of it. Mm-hmm. They think nothing of it, and then you're like, yo, you know, I charge other people for this. Like you're mm-hmm. like, oh, you charge, and then go about the day. Don't offer you lunch to pay for, like or the work. No, or the worst part. What they do is they go pay somebody else for what they've been trying to get oh. from you for free, and you be sitting there looking at them like, wow, like oh, like what, like oh, you. Really? Like that's what you do? You trying to prostitute me? Dog. <laughs> yeah, like oh, that's what it's called. You trying to prostitute me, dog? That's what you trying to do? We out? They you out here trying? That's what I'm saying, man. Like when people like that's why I said when do free when is free enough? Like you ain't gonna prostitute me out there. I know I do. Like I'm a minister. You understand? Mm-hmm. I, I bring ministry outside the church. You dig me? Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna be prostituted. Yeah. My gift is yeah. my gift. My gift came with pain. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? It's a this is a cause to this annoying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You ain't go through this sweat. You ain't go through this tears. You ain't go through these heartache. You ain't go through these broken hearts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. Like it is a cost to this, yeah. You know, and everything lined up. The workshop is a cost to that. I had to find my purpose, had to find my dream, had to find my vision, had to find my goal by myself. Yeah, you know, nobody guided me there but God. Mm-hmm. And if God say, "Okay, take him under your wing and show him how to do it," mm-hmm. then it's him that's saying it. And I'm mm-hmm. going to do it. But if it's God saying, you know, put out this product. And I want you to teach the masses in that. And I want you to be blessed off it, mm-hmm. off of your gift, because your gift will what? Do what? Make room for you. And put you, sit you among kings. Mm-hmm. You know, make room for you. Yeah. you. Make room for you. That means room, finance, make room, more capacity. You know, so when, it, when, it, when your gift making room for you, and so other things can be poured inside of you. Yeah. But listen, the thing, the thing about it is this. It's like... So, like, even with me, I've been wanting to stop doing these running glasses videos. Like, it ain't that, it's not that I don't see the purpose of it, but it's really hard to do a running gla- a video every day. It's really hard to do a video every day. And I'm the person, I started Once out saying, <laughs> I'm going to do a video every day. So, it's like, now I'm trying to make sure I put a video out. I'm trying to make sure I'm not rushing it. I'm trying to make sure I'm not repeating some stuff I said before. I'm just trying to make sure that it's really genuine and stuff because I can record five videos yeah. and put one out each day if I wanted to. Yeah. But the thing about it is I want to make sure that it, it goes with the flow of what's going on. But the thing about it is this, though. At all the times that I've really felt like stop doing it, because I'm doing it all for free. I'm giving out nuggets for free. I'm giving out information for free sure that I done right. paid for. I done paid a lot of money for all this information that I'm giving out for free. And as soon as I feel like I want to, like, stop and all that, that's when, like, God will intervene and will have somebody randomly reach out to me. Like, randomly. Like, somebody randomly gave me, gave me like, $250. Like, huh? Like, yo, I watch your videos all the time. The person... I'm in the I'm in I'm in Circle of Greatness ran by Nehemiah Davis in Philadelphia. Shameless. So man. yeah, yeah, definitely look him up, Nehemiah Davis, Circle <laughs> of Greatness. So I'm in Circle of Greatness. Somebody that's in Circle of Greatness. So she's in Circle of Greatness, not for me. She's in Circle of Greatness because Nehemiah and all the other people. She see my videos in Circle of Greatness and she just randomly reaches out to me like, yo, like, yo, I appreciate what you do. She living like she living on the West Coast. So we're not even on the same time. Mm. She said, yo, every morning I, I watch your videos. It, 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 it helps me through stuff and things like that. And she said, yo, I'm going to send you some money. She sent me $250. I go to I go in the church. 
Somebody blessed me in church, gave me $250. I don't know. It might be, I might get $250 blessings. Gave me just two out of nowhere. Like, and this is it, this is at the time. What church was this? Our church. Oh man. At HGI, Higher Ground International Ministries. Pastor Stephen Pastor. They showed you your tight shirts that you were wearing. <laughs> Yo, you no, <laughs> but no, and that's what it be though. And like even uh even I just went to Miami. I went to Miami to do, uh be part of Eric Thomas conference. Mm -hmm. And we were at a a branding, basically a branding boot camp by uh Beast Mode Digital, ran by Nikki Saunders. Right. Another shameless plug. All right, but look, so we, we in there. Yeah, listen, listen, we we in there and See, this is free. This yeah, is free. exactly. Yeah, listen, the free advertising. But you know what though? We gotta we gotta treat it as if we get paid for the advertisement now. So that it'll be regular once we start getting paid for advertising. Yeah. So we just gonna be putting people's stuff out there. But listen, while I'm at while I'm there, um, somebody somebody that was there at the event, he he came up to me. He's like, "Yo, what's up?" Like, "Oh, like running glasses and all that." Like, you know, when people call me running glasses, I'm like, "Oh, they don't really know me." Like, they just know <laughs> running glasses. Like, yeah, they don't know me. So we talking to all this other stuff. He said, "Yo, my daughter loves your stuff." Like my like I said, your daughter. Like he said, "Yeah, my daughter loves. She watches it all the time." Like, but she's just trying to figure out like what does running glasses mean. So we having a whole conversation, and then while we having a conversation, I did a video for him with him for his daughter specifically because if she watching it, then hey, listen, I might as well I give that's you dope. a that's give dope. you a personal one. Yeah, that's dope. And 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 stuff like that happens to me to make me know I'm going down the right path. I'm doing the right stuff, and it's okay for me to keep doing the free stuff that I'm doing. Now it did none of that stuff said. Yo, when you create your full program, give your program off for free. And none of it said when you do all this, get do all this for free. But no, when 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 once our program is fully up and running, we gonna put it in place that we can still do it for free. What's your but, program about? So our program is is called the Kid I, Kid Entrepreneur Program. Mm -hmm. So KEP, K E P. We we basically saying once you're with us, you're with us forever. So we we keep you. So uh so the purpose of the entrepreneur program is to get kids involved in entrepreneurship because we have a lot of kids that's running around here not knowing what to do with themselves. Like they're out here doing, the, they into the wrong stuff. They're out here robbing people. They're out here doing all types of craziness just because they don't have no finances and stuff like that. So we basically teach them how to, first of all, understand yourself. Second of all, understand uh, understand what you like and what you into and what you can. And also three is figure out a product that you can create from it. So like the, the simplest thing I always tell them, like, yo, you can create a t-shirt. Like whatever y'all saying is, whatever, you can get a like, you can take a picture of yourself and put it on the t-shirt. My first t-shirt was a picture of me on the t-shirt saying these are my running glasses. And I was selling them. People yeah. was wearing them. And and that's the thing. So we Another teach them. shameless plug. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Running glasses. <laughs> look it up. Runningglasses.com. But look, uh, but yeah, but, and that's all it is. So we, we teach them how to, how to own their own business how to operate their own business, and also how to market their own business. And plus, we do an event called Everyone's Business. Yeah. Every same. three months, Everyone's Business. But That's free. Yeah, that's and, free. And it's, it's dope. Yeah, and we let them and we let them uh, vent for free, and we let them go on stage and just basically promote themselves. So give them the experience of running a business, of, of interacting with customers, of how, how to present your stuff the right way and stuff like that. And that's what we do. And... That's the purpose of it is to keep going with that and to keep growing and, and everything. Now I want to do all of this for free. So I'm gonna get sponsors. I'm gonna get bigger, I'm gonna get bigger companies and bigger stuff to pay for it to cover at least the cost of the stuff. And then I can give it out for free. So I'm still gonna be free forever, but 
I'm going to work around how I'm going to do free. Now, if you want me to come all the way to Florida or something like that, or you want me to come to another state, now that's going to cost because it costs to travel. But I'm going to do as much as I can do for free, but I'm also attract the sponsors and stuff with it. That's uh, it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that was it. Listen, I ain't had no more. That was all. Like, oh. That was a brush stock. I'm, I'm listening to you go. Like, oh, okay. Go ahead. Go free. You, you talk about all right, all right, right. So we're going to give it. Okay. All right. So listen. So we, 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 we what did we learn today? Shoot. All right. Let's start. let's start. Let's start where I learned. All right. It's okay. It's okay to get your stuff for free. That's one. It's okay to get your stuff for free. But understand what your level of free is and how often or how much free that you can do. And then number two is like you can start the kids. Like it's about the youth. You can get them as young as need be. Like there shouldn't be no certain age start or no certain age cutoff because at the end of the day, you're learning new stuff all the time. So even as an adult, I'm learning new stuff. Even as an adult, I'm being influenced by my environment. So as a kid, you're very, you're more susceptible to, I use the word right, susceptible. Yep. You're more susceptible to your environment, yes, to the people you're around and things like that. So what I learned, <clears throat> what I learned today, it was, uh, it's not an adolescent, it's adolescent. <laughs> yep. And it's not uh, ambulance, it's ambulance. <laughs> A ride, a ride. Ambulance, Am ambulance, ambulance. ambulance. And it's not North Philly, is North Philly, Philadelphia. North Philadelphia. No, North Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia. All right. So that's all right. And that's what I learned today. No, I learned, and uh, yo, and take all the kids, man. You know, take all the kids as at age of accountability. You know, and if they, if you see them doing wrong at a young age, tell them that it's wrong. But take every kid that's that want to be taught, mm -hmm. that want to be learned, that want to show that guidance, you know, lead them, show them the right way, you know. So uh, don't turn no kid down. Yeah. And then, well, see, we don't got enough time today. Are you in mind? Yeah, I, 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 I thought you were done. I thought you already had you learned. I thought that was it. No, no I, I don't want to say something. You quick. know, I got to take oh, a breather bad. before listen, I, I know, start something. Listen, else. You over there, you stopped, you started go, breathing by yourself. Go, I didn't go know ahead, what was go, going go, on. go, go, man. No, go ahead. You got it. No, you got it. All right, listen, I got it. All right. I wasn't going to stop, though. Like, I just tried to be courteous for one second, but it didn't happen. But no, like, but also, too, so in the next episode, I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about my family and stuff, like, talk about how we really, how I had to go through all my family members to get one family member to really invest in themselves, to really see that there was a difference. So like how me and my cousin started working on our business. Are you leaving a like cliffhanger yeah, so we listen. can listen to the next episode? <laughs> listen, because I, I, we don't got enough time to talk about it right now, though. It just hit my mind, though. So I want you to, I would definitely want y'all to tune into the next one so that we can talk about that. Hopefully, Move remembers to talk about it. And if we don't, it's his fault. Don't blame me. I'm writing it down right now, man. <laughs> I guess I'm a producer too. So I'm writing it down right now, man. Yo, it's been great, man. We it was a great show, great having. We had uh Ms. Gregory in the building. So uh, uh who? I don't know your name. <laughs> I know, right? So we you know, it's been a great show, man. So um I'm Mr. 21 Days. 
Yo, and I'm Mr. Running Glasses, a.k.a. Mr. B there, a.k.a. Right Back Like I Left Something, a.k.a. You see me, I see you, you see me while we see each other. And you've been running for a minute. Ah. <laughs> <laughs>